number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. It's that time again, Tuesday night, the number one live podcast every Tuesday night. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast coming to you from a secret location in Compton, Compton. California called Pig Studios. It's a secret. It's a very big secret. That dude on the bicycle will tell you, though. Yes. (laughs) What number are we at today? Oh, we are number 77. Double digits? Are we at 77? 77. Oh, man, we missed the spirit of 76 last week. We didn't say that number fucking at all. No. Right. <laughs> we did not. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're at 77 now. It's all was that was last week lightning? Yeah. 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 We did That's that on that Monday. It was crazy, man. That that thing oh, yeah, went. That I mean, why. we hang, hung out another hour after. Talking, man. I had some secrets he wouldn't give out. Yeah. This I'm was like, like <laughs> I'm away. Exactly. He's like, what's up? Well, I'll let you know that some other time. You're like, what do you mean? Tell me right now. Yeah. Tell us now. And the worst part is when someone's going to keep a secret from you. Like, but you know. <laughs> if I tell you, you'll remember. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> now I got to wait and yeah. I don't remember shit. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't, I, you know, mm-hmm. so. It is what it is. Fix Steve's uh, camera, Mario. Come on. Oh, no, what bro. Any, doing, hey, man? I'm good from any angle, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. It's all uh, the so money today shots. we have a very special guest, uh, Mario. Uh, introduce. Yeah, let's go, Mario. Since this is not a wrestling podcast. We don't talk about wrestling we don't, ever. We don't. No. And, and, and not like there's been so many wrestling things that we've been attending and, you know, so many... It's just crazy, man. Right now, wrestling is on fire. There's so I many. Called it. I called it. There's man. so many promotions out there. I did. I called it. I Red said hot. two years ago, right before the pandemic. Well, I'm sorry. Well, get it. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, with with all the love, I mean, we've been hitting up TJ for the crash. We've been mixed up with all kinds of stuff. The Lucha Republic shows, uh, the Mayan. PCW. With, with PCW Lucha Vavu. Lucha Vavu, which is coming back May 5th and 6th at the Mayan. So make sure you get your tickets. Man, I heard Michelada Rumble with Lucha. Oh, yeah, that's Come right, on. too. Hold <laughs> on. It's Michelada Lucha Rumble. Michelada Rumble. The Michelada Lucha Rumble at the Michelada Rumble. Correct. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like coming the ballpark back June 11th. At Santa Anita Park. Yep. Nice. So there's all kinds of wrestling stuff, and uh, who who we brought in today, I, I've known Remy for, I don't know, a handful of years. I don't know you personally. I don't know what size shoe you wear, but I, I've, I've come across <laughs> I Remy. I his feet. They're like about a nine. They are nine? Oh, oh, shit. I was going to say seven and a half, eight, but I mean, you're, you're being oh, gracious. Right. You're being gracious. <laughs> <laughs> but I've known Remy for a long time. We've come across each other out in the Psycho Billy world for many, many, many years. Go Psycho! Go Psycho! <laughs> Uh, but you know, I hadn't seen you in quite a number of years, uh, and then you started popping up at the uh, wrestling shows. I started seeing you at a, I think I saw you at PCW maybe. And yeah, we're, we're at PCW. And I saw you vending, and then all of a sudden I see online the traction. There's shirts now. You're you're hanging out with wrestlers. Marlo just, Mar- just wanted a free shirt. Yeah, with a shirt. I did fuck up, and I meant to ask you uh, to bring uh, a grudge match shirt because I wanted to buy one, but not pay for oh. shipping. So. But, <laughs> Fuck that up. Yeah, but that. welcome to the show, Remy. 
And Tani, tell us a little bit about your Grudge Match uh, brand. Yeah, tell us a little bit about what the brand is and how you well, even got into it. Let's get fucking welcome. First of yeah, all, thank welcome, you guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you so for much. coming welcome out. Welcome to the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Thank you for having thank us. You for having we need. Us. Hey, they need to make us a shirt because we're not a wrestling <laughs> shirt, but we need to get a wrestling shirt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have like a non-wrestling wrestling no, no, shirt. No, no. Which is what you guys do. Which is what you guys do. From looking at what you guys make, you guys make non-wrestling wrestling shirts mm-hmm. so we're both like huge music fans obviously you know we come from the psychobilly scene we also come from like the punk scene and pretty much everything you know we like a lot of different music but um we've always had like the love of wrestling kind of like in the back of our lives as well and so like when we were younger both totally into it kind of like went down you know when you get into high school, people start talking shit about like the stuff you like, you know, you like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah but you know, for how me, old it was are like, you? Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I used to watch that when I was a kid. too. Yeah. Like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. Right. Yeah. So like we started getting into wrestling again and we're like, you know what? There's a lack of um, wrestling music crossovers. So we kind of try to do that with our merch. But there's not in the in the reality is there's not a lack of. Yeah. Wrestling, wrestling and music is completely intertwined. Oh, totally. But for whatever reason, that when it comes to merch, though that it's separate when it should be separate. This thing is fucking. You couldn't <laughs> se- you couldn't separate wrestling and music if you tried. Right. But exactly. it's like completely separate when when it comes to the merch. You would think that all these merch designers have never seen a band shirt. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. when you, it's like why the fuck is it like this when it could be. What you guys make, you know, it's yeah. uh, so props to you guys for sure. Like Thank you. Seeing it. Yeah, yeah, no, like you know, like she said before, we come from the music scene and everything, and you know, when we would go to concerts, I would wear wrestling shirts, you know, and be like, oh, strike up conversation, whatever, you know. And then the same thing, you know, when we go to wrestling shows, wear a band shirt, and I'm kind of thinking, like, we should just do something where we could just do both, mm-hmm. you know, and you know just punk rock and stuff like our first shirt was um something that we, you know we had grudge match in the back of our mind and then we saw our, our great buddy. name also by the way oh, thank you very much yes, yes. thank you it took a lot of deliberation to be honest yeah because we started with punks of wrestling which is like a little bad. facebook group that we had yeah but it it's kind of long <laughs> you know uh, talk about long names, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell us tell us about long names here at the west coast pop Live podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what's gonna fit on twitter Shit. even our grudge match brand doesn't fit on twitter yeah we're so, missing one yeah one really one. grudge match brand is too long to yeah know? yeah no shit that's why we don't have a twitter it's too long yeah we're trying to tag it the other day and we're just like where is it okay not on twitter they don't exist if they're not on twitter i know exactly (laughs) change that we're real guys So Here's, then, oh, go, go ahead. I was going to say, the real question is, do you make a 3X or 4X t-shirt? <laughs> we go up to five, sometimes okay. six. Yeah. I'm just saying, dude. You got like, a new yeah, customer right well, here, no, man. The thing is, man, the thing is really like whenever you're going to go get, you know, whether it's a, a, a music shirt or like, you know, from your favorite band or even from, you know, like wrestling shirts and stuff, like they don't go past like an XL. Yeah. 2X, maybe. If you can find a 2X, like, oh, you, you, you buy it. We went to Lars and they, they had 3X shirts. And I, so I bought, you know, I bought, yeah. I bought one. But yeah, it's, it's, it's always hard to find cool shirts and stuff like that. So that's awesome. So all you big dudes out there, you, you <laughs> fucking grudge match, man. Yeah. You like wrestling? 
you're probably a fat guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, I think I think with wrestling that that you know there's there's a bunch of fat guys in wrestling you know that love wrestling. So yeah, you know, we're not there, man. It. We're there. Yeah. And not only that, you know, we try to keep the brand inclusive. You know, we yeah. don't want people to feel left out. Like, oh, dude, that shirt's so cool and. Well, shit, sure. I can buy it. It's a XL, and I'm like a 4X, you know? Yeah. Like, we, we don't normally go up to 6X all that often just because it's kind of hard to find. Yeah. But if we can, then we will, you know? Yeah. I, I remember a friend of mine sells uh, stuff out of the Swamp Meat, like T-shirts and stuff like that for wrestling shirts. And I told him one day, I go, you go to 3X, you're going to sell out. He did, and boom. <laughs> hey, there's guys that go there and order them, like, by the dozen. And and he's like, damn, dude, thanks. I go, no, don't thank me, bro. Cook <laughs> yeah, me over some shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't thank me, bro. Kick Just down. Make sure, you, make sure you have one for me. That's yeah. all. Yeah. So you guys do limited edition runs, or do you guys continue to uh, print, or how does that work? Because I know sometimes you know you do like a limited run or and or pre-orders. Yeah. Well, how does it work? Yeah, we do a little bit, of, a little bit of both, depending on what the uh, demand is. Yeah. And stuff. Some of them were just like, we're, "There's no way we're gonna print this again. It's fine." Like, yeah. and then like, <laughs> was it our bestseller? One is the "Love Me Like a Liger," which is Jushin Liger um, crossed over with Motorhead. Yeah, and that know. was supposed to show be that it. you got that. Out, you got that out right now, right? Hold on, there we'll pull it. Uh, uh, yeah, that 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 is a spectacular shirt design too. That is so. And good. that's a, oh, the little Japan at the bottom. I didn't notice that yep. at first. That is. <laughs> And that's designed by our um, in-house artist, Juan Ortiz. Adam Modesto. Adam Modesto, yeah. He, oh, shout out to he kills Juan Ortiz. It. Juan Ortiz of Juan. the Dead Designs. 209. Of the Dead 209. Yeah, yeah. Juan Modesto. He's I was just about ass. to ask if, that was you, if you guys were designing or that was outsourced. But all right, so in-house and... We right? do a little bit of both, yeah. But it's yeah. mostly Juan. Like, he knows what... We give him our ideas, and he just executes them so perfectly. It's like, if it ain't broke... That's like it, you know? the language or the ability of hearing what people say mm-hmm. and then making their – not even just making it what they said, making it better than what they said. Like, oh, yeah. That is such Definitely. a talent. You know, like, Definitely. It's one thing to be able to go, yeah, look, I drew this. It's a completely different to be able to take something that you said yeah. and make it like, where you're <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. Are oh, you guys a, a couple? You guys yeah. are married? We're married. Okay. I was going to ask because you were saying that you guys uh, liked all the stuff. So high school sweethearts all the way back then? or We've known each other. Well, actually, okay. So we've known about each other for about 15 That's years. That's the best. Okay. I love yeah. knowing about yeah. each other. Yeah. You know I mean? Thanks to the internet, you know, we have our um, like, psychobilly online. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he actually, he's six years younger than me. Oh. So when I first knew about him, he was in high school, and I was like, Ew. who's this weird little runt? You know? <laughs> I was like, who's that girl? He's yeah. always, like, saying stupid shit on, like, this um, message board that we were both on. Uh-huh. She's like, God, this guy's annoying. I'm going to add him on MySpace. <laughs> God, this guy's annoying. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, that, was that part of that, like, uh, you know, closing deal that you both were into so much of the same things, like wrestling and music? and Well, actually, it's kind of kind of yeah and no because yeah. you know we both dated people who were like the exact same you know kind of like it felt like kind of like a carbon copy of some sorts and everything and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out because you don't have something to discover there's nothing sure kind of gets a little bit boring we have enough in common and then we have enough that we don't have in common at all yeah where it makes it worse and we kind of think of it like puzzle pieces you know where it just fits yeah i know? think that's part of the key is having just enough in common and just a slight bit of just 
things sure. that are different yeah. to like you said it, it keeps it interesting and you, you continue to learn something new of, of your couple yeah like yeah. like uh you know the six-year difference and everything like there's stuff that she doesn't know that i experienced and the same thing with her and everything we joke about it a lot and everything y'all bring up stuff like rainbow bright and he's like what i know it's, <laughs> it's wild how you think when you're adults mm-hmm. that like it's not that six years big fucking deal. That's not that yeah. exactly. But when you go backwards oh. to when you were a yeah. kid, like you oh. were experiencing completely different things at completely different times. Yeah. It's know, like, like kind of awkward too because I'm like, sure. you know, I graduated in 2000. <laughs> he yeah. was in sixth grade, so he's like watching the Pokemon movie with his mom. Yeah. Hell yeah! And I'm out there being a little hoe in Hollywood, <laughs> partying, going clubbing. You know, and I'm I all remember- like, in six years, I'm gonna be a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have aspirations. You know? I remember being so jealous of you guys that we're gonna get to graduate in um, 2000 yeah. because of the little uh, the little tassel hangers that you put from your rearview mirror. You got oh, yeah. zero zero. <laughs> God damn, that was hard as fuck. <laughs> we did not have a year as good what as we, that. What class were you? 92. That was oh, way oh, before okay. that. Yeah, but I, was, I remember looking in the future and seeing like yeah. these mother because it was like zero, 99 zero. was dope. It was like fuck yeah. 99. That's awesome. Two zeros. Like fuck. Right I was kind of I was kind of jealous of the people who graduated in uh, the year 98 locally because I was a Spice Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little Hell inside yeah. joke for only all you guys. <laughs> Got that 98 going on, you know. That scrambled <laughs> screen. It's like, it works today. What the hell? Dude, the weekend, the free weekend previews were <laughs> shit. <laughs> Ooh, just randomly you get that channel? Oh, my God. You didn't have a black box, man? No, I was, I was up for whenever that happened. I'd be up for 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Waiting for my parents Ooh. to go back to sleep. Like, you guys, go the fuck to sleep. I got some things I need to see. Yep. Like, why does he have that giant bottle of lotion? <laughs> Like, why do you look so dehydrated? What's going on right now? It smells like bleach in here. Oh lord, Mama, we had OJ. <laughs> so, uh, so you knew of him, and then you guys just started hanging oh, out, yeah. like afterwards, like after the message boards, and you started adding him on, on the MySpaces. Well, so we were MySpace friends. I think I deleted him for something dumb, and then mm-hmm. he Facebook said something annoying. Yeah, 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 I was just like, yeah. this guy's a dork. And um, Facebook came around. And then it was like Dexter, right? Yeah. Like we were watching. I didn't have cable at the time. I was like about to leave the desert. I was living in uh, like the Palm Springs area. And um, I was like, hey, um, how do you watch Dexter? You know, like, can I watch it online somewhere? And that's kind of how we bonded. And you're like, I got Showtime. Come on. I watch it on my TV with Showtime. Come on over. And that was like the days of where, where like, people were always illegally downloading shit. You sure. know? Torrent yeah. sites. Yeah, exactly. What was it called? You know? Like, I must watch this or you can watch this. I don't com. even know. It was like, you can watch this dot co. That's like Dexter like was good for a few seasons, then it just got lame. Look, Dexter ended. Dexter ended when the Trinity Killer killed fucking Rita. That yeah. was the, that was the end yeah. of the series. But you know what? That also coincided. Spoiler with alert! <laughs> if you haven't watched that show, it's fucking twenty years <laughs> old. Say, there's no more room for spoiler yeah. now on that. Yeah, I know. But it, it's kind of like um, it coincided with the writer strike. Do you guys remember that? Right. That's yeah. how reality TV happened too. Yeah. Oh God. Strike. Thanks for the Kardashians. That's by what the way. happened. The, the writers went on strike. They had to keep still pumping out TV, and the way they yeah. worked around that was reality TV. We're like, how do we get um, cheap talent? Yep. You know, no writers. Wants to be famous. No writers. They don't give a shit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. But, so yeah. is that what happened in like WWE as well? Because the writing went to. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. See, look, it's, wrestling knows way better. Not be- they are. 
too much of a scumbag company to ever hire any union talent. <laughs> you got to be non. You got to be non-union in everything. Yeah, to work went to WWE. shit. Well, there is a question online for oh, for, for, for Remy. Uh, I, I turn it on afterwards. Uh, but Zach Rabbit Lopez asks, "Where is Camp Psycho? Bring <laughs> back Camp Psycho. What's up with that? What happened to Camp Psycho? Honestly, it was well, just what um, is Camp Psycho? Yeah, I don't for, even know Camp Psycho. For, for all of us that have never had a devil hawk, <laughs> what is Camp Psycho? <laughs> all right. Well, to explain that, you have to go back to the year 2011. Oh, yeah, we're going on a little Time trip. Yeah, I mean, what we used to do, what I enjoyed very much as, like, you know, a teenager was going to, like, um, Bat Stay at Disneyland, Bat Stay sure. at Fun Park. You know, I thought it was really cool, you know, just go, there's a bunch of goth kids and stuff, and it's just, like, a bunch of weirdos freaking out, a bunch of, like, Karens and stuff, you know? <laughs> and then, like, um, I started doing Rockabilly Day, um, I forgot what his name was, but they started doing Rockabilly Day, one, one of the organizers i was djing and the organizer said oh you should do a ska day at disneyland i'm like that would be so perfect you know and then i'm i didn't know what to do i didn't have any money backing or nothing and i would just go around asking people I'm like okay well if you're a ska fan and you have a disney pass or you love disney or whatever like we're having this thing called uh it's a ska world after all Aww. nice you know <laughs> and i'm like perfect you know and it's about you know i I try to be a little bit political where we're just like, you know, anti-racism, anti-homophobia, stuff like that. And then we'd contact bands and ask them like, hey, would you like to sponsor us? Um, maybe donate some merch where we can pass around and, you know, have like a little scavenger hunt and everything. And, you know, we did that for a couple of years. And then it, the balloon was completely deflated where we had our like the most people yeah. there. It had to be like 500 people. It was like our Holy most shit. attended event. Damn. Yeah. You know, it was, um, we always take like a big photo out in front of the castle, you know, yeah. just to kind of make it special for everybody. Yeah. And I guess they were having a wedding that day. <laughs> so the security came up and was like, you need to hurry it up. So we're like, okay, let's, let's try to get it going fast. And, you know, we're doing giveaways all day, like doing scavenger hunt. And, um, I forgot what happened, but this, one of the security guards just got like really upset that we were all there. It's like, you're congregating and it's not. It's like an illegal congregation. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you are like an ancient Disneyland security. <laughs> like, yeah. like you live in the place out, where you know? everyone just goes. This whole place is a congregation. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. And so he was like, well, what is your event about? And we're like, well, you know, it's celebrating ska music. We're celebrating like unity. And, you know, we celebrate people like accepting each other for their differences. We're non-racist. We're not. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we don't. We don't celebrate non-racism. No, like those, was, the words were like, um, we promote anti-racism. Yeah, we promote anti-racism. And he was like, we don't promote that here. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> we're no, we're, like, oh, wait, hold on. No, uh, we're not racist. Yeah, we are yeah. against racism. We're not racist. And he was just like, yeah, no, dude. Like, <laughs> Disneyland's not for that. What he could have said was, uh, this is Disneyland and we try to keep it, like, non-political and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, there's yeah, yeah. no such thing as racism. But he straight up was like, we don't believe in anti-racism. We're like... Okay. Yeah, and he like threatened to take away our friends' passes, and we're just like, you know what? It's too much trouble. It's getting very expensive. It's getting very crowded. I just imagine the the, the bureaucracy of Disney is a yeah. lot to do. Well, I worked there at the time as you know, food and beverage. You know, oh no, were, shit. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. you know, I was in the back like calling people like you know what I I could you know with this event what we could get away with. 
see if we could talk to uh, Josh Freeze's dad to get Suburban Legends to play at the Tomorrowland stage, which we did, yeah. which is awesome. And then, you know, uh, one of the security guards looked at my ticket, and he's like, you're an employee here, or you're a cast member. We're going to have to talk to your manager. And then my manager came up to me and was like, oh, so it says that you're passing out propaganda. <laughs> and I'm Damn. like, no, we weren't. And I'm like, this is what we do, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I brought 500 plus people who weren't planning on being there that day. Yeah, you made them money. Yeah. This fool said we heard you were passing out propaganda. <laughs> yeah. God. We are passing out band t-shirts. And I'm, <laughs> it's yeah. not even like, it's like, oh, this is pretty like pretty much propaganda. He said, it said, they said you were passing out propaganda. I'm like, this is absurd. And like literally yeah. everything we had was like very innocent, you know, like even the music we kind of vetted. Because we didn't want to, you put you get understand where you're at, and that you yeah. deal with a cast member. It's like you a very fucking deal with Disneyland. Absolutely, yeah. God somebody damn. wanted to do like a whole like, oh, we should have a theme song, and it, you know, somebody was like, oh, smoking weed, drinking beer, like, well, this is, we're trying to make it a <laughs> an all ages thing, and yeah. we're just like, you know what, the whole security thing and people getting threatened, mm-hmm. plus it's getting it's more expensive. We should just call it quits, blah blah blah, and then. Um, you know, the thing is, Tawny can't say any ideas around me at all. She oh, has shit. to pump the freaking brakes. Yeah. She you says know? an idea, and you're like, let's, let's do that. Fucking do this. Be, like, on the phone, like, texting people, like, all right, let's get it done. And I'm like, no, wait, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we're just hanging out, phone, and she's phone, like, phone. we should do a psychobilly day, not spray frame. Oh, my God, no. I'm like, you know what? Walk the line. No, what was it? Like, uh, walk hard. Walk hard, yeah. <laughs> walk hard. <laughs> And we're just, I'm like, you know what? We're we're more involved in the psychobilly scene than the ska scene because, you know, we're, I'm like thinking, you know, if we try to do a psychobilly thing at Disneyland, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. No, no no way. You know, plus they don't sell beer, but Knott's Berry Farm on the other hand. Well, I mean, I think now Disneyland or California California Adventure. Adventure. California Adventure. But still, you know, and Knott's is like fucking no man's land. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the wild, wild west. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, we, um, we started organizing a couple of years. We would do Camp Psycho. Um, and it's just, you know, it was really fun and everything. And, you know, we'd have local bands. You know, we'd have a free party. You know, have bands play at, you know, sometimes our restaurant. We had it at a pizza place called, what was it, Peps? Peps. We had it at Peps. And then uh, was it out of the park or was that a different event? No, we had it at the airliner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it at the airliner. We the last one that we did. We had at the airliner, and that was our first time actually getting a band from another country. Spellbound. Spellbound from Ireland. And that was, I mean, it was fun, but it's just like, you know, maybe we're, uh, Psychobilly's not quite big enough out here sure. where it's going to be worth the while. The of, hassle of doing yeah, it. Yeah, Because you know? when I started everything, like, you know, like doing the days and stuff, it was legitimately just for fun. Like, I didn't think about, like, oh, I can make couple of dollars and stuff like i'll just make some pens sell those and i'll be fine yeah. like you for know? us we don't really make money off of it you know like yeah. a lot of all of the money that we ever made making merch doing anything you know promoting whatever always went to the performers whoever's yeah, gonna recouping. play yeah and exactly. the performers mostly because you know getting like six irish people over to it yeah exactly sure you know it's not free <laughs> exactly well, yeah. Knott's Berry Farm seems like a much better place to do it anyway. Oh, they were great. They were so cool. Tell them about the first day. So the first day we went, you know, we had like a little rolling cart, like a wagon with us with all of the prizes and stuff. We had backpacks. We're like, hey, you know, we talked to your events manager. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, he wants to talk to you. 
he comes over he's looking he's like oh that's cool that's cool all right well you guys come through here we're gonna follow you around so that way we make sure you guys are like all set everyone's taken care of nobody bothers you um the the oc register and the oc weekly yeah oc register and oc weekly came out and they called it the anti-dapper day because everybody was coming dressed up like you know very psychobilly yeah yeah you know and the same day, actually, was Dapper Day the same day? Dapper Day was the same day, Hell but we, we weren't yeah. aware of it. Yeah, we it's didn't, like, plan it. Happenstance. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't plan it at all, and we were just like, oh, that's crazy. And they're like, well, what do you what do you think about when people call it anti-Dapper Day? I'm like, well, we're not anti-anything. We're pro-music and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, then I would throw in my little jabs. Well, fuck like, a dandy. Hey, like, there, there you go with your, with your uh, you know, passing out. What, what, what propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah, you're not against, you're you're not against anything. Yeah. You're not against anything. This is so like, We weren't against communist. anything. And then I threw in my little jab of like, you know, Dapper Day is just like one day out of the year where people dress up for something. And we dress like this all the time because this is who we are. We're just mm-hmm. gathering to this on this yeah. day. Yeah. Exactly. Go, set, go. <laughs> it was really fun. You know, we'd have like. You know, meet up sort of the photo, and then we have the scavenger hunt, and then we'd like have funnel cake hour. Nice. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't go to Knott's Berry Farm. Get out of here, funnel man. cake. I'll eat right? Ten of those funnel cakes. Exactly. Is it boysenberry season yet? Is that is that time yeah, for that yet? Yeah, it's going on. The boysenberry festival. And then they'd have the all year round boysenberry soft serve, which oh, yeah. is amazing. <gasps> what? I don't, go, I don't go out that often. But. And they brought <laughs> back all like, the western stuff where you mm-hmm. go and you see like you know because they had taken it away for a while, so they hire people to come out and you know do the sheriff. And That's the best part. Of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that like uh, when you go to this little schoolhouse and learn about like school in the old way, like all that stuff. That's what Knott's Berry Farm Because they, they started going towards, like, rides. Because they thought that was the answer to compete. Like, we need to get more crazy rides. We need to yeah. be more like them Six instead yeah. of being more yeah. like Knott's Berry Farm. Well, and lately it's been packed. Yeah, Lely's it has been. been. I, live, I live around that area. And so. you know what? It's because, you know, first of all, Disneyland's gotten a lot stricter with who they're letting in at what times. So if you have an annual pass, you have to reserve a time to go. You can't just, like, roll up the same day. So a lot of people are like, well, screw that i'm not gonna go and spend my money here i'm gonna go get an annual pass at knots where they don't give a crap and you can just go whenever just you want show up and well, you can go yeah. you can leave and come back go eat somewhere and come yeah. back because yeah, yeah. it's like oh you want to go to the restaurant that's connected to us yeah go ahead yeah, yeah it's cool like, we're not sponsored by knots by the way so if they <laughs> want to pay us they can pay us as well yeah yeah, it, no, it just um, it was just something that we we're just like um, maybe we should just go down a different avenue because you know this isn't you know I, like it, it wasn't was, it wasn't like not that it wasn't profitable for us because that wasn't like the main the, goal. Yeah. It was that it wasn't profitable for other people involved, mm-hmm. and sure. that's where we were kind of like you know we don't want to be responsible for other people like missing out on money. You know, I I kind of put my own like personal funds into it, thinking like okay, I'll get something back. And when it didn't happen, I was like, fuck that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love sure. the psychobilly scene, but come on, you know. And um, Welcome to the promoter world. Yeah, yeah, geez, yeah damn. Oh, psycho. <laughs> so that's Poor Camp psychos. Psycho right there. When, when did you have the last one? 2018? Uh, yeah. Probably 18. Yeah, because that's when WrestleMania was coming up. And Spellbound, the lead singer, he was... Him and his son were really into wrestling. Oh, yeah, because they knew uh, Finn Balor or something like that, right? Yeah, sure. It's a little little island. Yeah, it's a little island. They all all know each other. Zach Rabbit Lopez, that's why it is no longer going on. (laughs) To answer your question. (laughs) So now with the the wrestling t-shirts. Yeah. 
That's what we really want to get. Well, I, 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 yeah. I'm just looking at the the, 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 the Liger shirt is really what made me start thinking about this. Is it a concept about a wrestler that you want to make a shirt for, or is it the uh, like you know what I mean, or is it the idea of a shirt or the idea of a wrestler? You know, like where. Well, you know, when it when we started doing like you know stuff like that, it was like there is no like way to get a shirt from this wrestler unless we go on Redbubble, where it's just like a DGG. Really I got a bunch printed. of those yeah. horrible T-shirts. Where it's just like you sure. know, go to the go to the mall and they press it. You know, well, like our heat first shirt was the the Bull Nakano. Yeah, you know, doing That's a cramps a parody. Yep, yep. and you know, nobody likes. Brightly colored shirts. Sorry, you I know? do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, personally, I, was I like, do. I wish this was black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we got a lot of that. But I'm like, you know, the classic cramps is that uh, it's that bad music it's for that. bad people. Cram- it's on a yellow shirt. It's got that funky ass, crazy looking Lux interior monster. And so we're like, how can we turn this into a Bull Nakano shirt? Hit up Juan Ortiz. See if I can turn it out. That's still when we couldn't really decide if we wanted to do grudge match or punks of wrestling and even that because we don't even have grudge match brand on there which we added at the end you know like everything now will say a grudge match brand sure because we want to make sure that it's that you know and you can kind of like tell what's what but um since we started we had like a little facebook group that we started where it's like all kind of like-minded people that are into like punk music or sub-genres and things like that like alternative people you know it's mostly wrestling and it, we all talk about, like, wrestling and, like, different promotions. Yeah, because we went to bar wrestling. She got me for Christmas, uh, January 2000, it was 2018. 17. It was 18. 18, yeah. Yeah, because it was January, and um, it was bar wrestling. And we went, and there was, like, a fuck ton of, like, our friends who were, like, into punk rock yeah. that were there. We were like, oh, this is, like, the fucking, this is where all the punk rockers is gone. Yep. You know? And it's like, you guys know, like you would see like buddies who were like, oh, I heard this is going on and it'd be cool. I'm like, well, there's some, there's something here. It sounds really dramatic, but like yeah. us going to these smaller indie shows was completely life changing, you know, because it kind of changed it, changed like where we wanted to go with, you know, what we're, we're, Your what efforts. we're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. can you click on that Piper shirt? Oh, that's my favorite. I just uh, saw it. I did. And actually, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, I really want to bring that back. But the only thing that bothers me about that shirt is that he does not have the blue knee pads. Sure. You know, and that's like, because we're trying to save money, (laughs) you know, so we're not trying to add another color. But I'm like, you know what? Let's bring it back as like a button and see how it does. We can add as many colors as we want. So let's add the blue to it. That's super cool. But yeah, I, I love that tea so much. That was great. That's... Because that's like my heyday, you know? Like when I started watching wrestling, it was like Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage. What do you think about them using that for Ronda Rousey? I mean, I don't hate it because I know that they were like friends, you know, like they're cool with each other. But I feel like his daughter, Teal Piper, is, you know, a legacy wrestler. I feel kind of like almost it was taken from her you know yeah. like I, I don't know i mean i don't know her personally so i don't know if she even wanted that like sure. connection but i would imagine as like his own you know his only daughter that's wrestling she kind of want to have that connection with her dad you mm. know like, or at least the option yeah sure. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the option's gone yeah. you're not rowdy no sorry and like, the, the thing that sucks is that she's not even really like a permanent full-timer you know yeah. what i mean so it's like if she was then it would be different because it's like okay there's this new wrestler, you know, she was a badass in MMA, whatever. 
and she's friends with Rowdy Roddy Piper. She got permission to use his name, you know, but it's like you come around maybe once every couple of years and, you know, don't do a whole lot. Do you guys print your own stuff? Um, yeah. We are, actually, our partners are our printers. Oh, okay. Excellent. So, yeah, they're That's good, good guys. That's good to have in the back. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel and Brownie, shout out. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Daniel Brownie. Angel City Printing. Yeah. Oh, have you come up with I, any I know idea? those guys, I think. Have you come up with any Probably. ideas where you just thought that you thought it was cool, but no one else was going to think it's cool? Like, we can't print this. Don't oh, we? God. All Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every design. Because sure. I think of a bunch of stuff where I'm like, that would be an awesome t-shirt. I've, it's like, I would wear that and nobody else. I've like, always yeah, wanted, like, a yeah. Wendy Richter, uh, Cindy Lauper, yeah. sure. you know? But I'm like, who's going to get that? You have to be my age. You have to kind of be like, because I feel like. Well, the people your age are the ones that are spending the money. That's true. Also true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, I mean, because that's why wrestling, I think, is re like. Um, has had this like you know the resurgence the resurgence yeah. because people that you know have money now they can spend the money like exactly. you know our boy Mario here he has every single almost him, yeah almost every single figure from AEW and then he gets the cards and it just you know we start making money and we start looking for things to spend it dumb shit exactly buy. you know this this shirt is uh, really similar to the Lars one he has but with the wolf on it yeah, they're all. That's all. But yeah, they have that because you have the yeah, motorhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gay. Yeah, we we, we just went to the show. Lars did a that's show. That's why I here. noticed you guys had the uh, the Lars and the Bastard the Tiger Mask shirt, which is one yeah, of the that only. Was great. Which is what because like it's Liger, Tiger Mask, and Bruiser Brody are yeah. the three people that I wish had better T-shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they just there's not a lot of good T-shirts. I'm all taking oh, notes. Hitman is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that one's our that's favorite. Actually, okay, so we started talking to Warhorse like at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Or was it? No, it was actually right before it started. We started talking to him like, hey, dude, let's collab. You know, like you have a big personality. You're a cool dude. And he was like, you know, it'd be really cool if you guys did like a Brett, the Hitman heart shirt, but like mixed with Megadeth. And we're like, oh, shit, can we use that? Idea? <laughs> like, yeah. And he's all cool about it. He's he was really, so cool about it. Yeah. yeah. And the best thing is just talking to Warhorse on the phone because he's like, hi, how's it going? Like, really smooth voice. And then when he gets real excited, he's like, we're going to make a billion dollars. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> it's like it turns from like normal to gimmick like that. And it's great. And he's, he's not even guy. trying, you know. But um, yeah, like that that idea was just like, why didn't we like I was pissed off. Like, why didn't we think of that? That's brilliant. You know, excellence is my business. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I'm where I'm going to be doing tonight. Nope. Shopping. <laughs> yeah, we we need to reprint those because that's one of the rare ones where it's just like people are asking about it all the time. Yeah, there's a couple you know? that are in our rotation that are just constantly like being reprinted because we need to make sure that like people can have access to them. Yeah. I remember Johnny was talking about a few years ago. Well, not even a few years ago. What, the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, it's maybe a couple years. So loud because now yeah, it's a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, for sure. It's just crazy <laughs> how time goes, man. Yeah. That, that one's pretty badass, too. But uh, Johnny was always that talking book. on the air here with us that, hey, you know what? Wrestling's going to just explode. I told everybody, I was like, wrestling is going, I was like, in two years, this will be at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was like, in two years, regular people are going to know who Kenny Omega is. Yes. Yeah. And, that, and not that oh. that's happened because of the fucking pandemic for sure. Oh, right. Yeah, like, yeah. killed a lot. But there's no denying the momentum of wrestling. Oh, right big now. time. And it's just, and not, I mean, it makes me. It makes it makes me fucking giddy. Like, yeah. it's the part, like to just to know that all these dudes and women, you know, all the, I'd use dudes meaning everybody, everyone, yeah, 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 all these dudes are able to fucking pull a check from wrestling, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just and that's their job, not their not they're working at a warehouse like during the week. They're fucking 
They're professional wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's like what we they said, do. Like, we're the yeah. guys that grew do. up with, you know, the WWEs or WWFs, you know, uh, and now, again, we have the money to spend. Mm-hmm. And we, we, I mean, we've gone to TJ, we, you know, everywhere. We were planning to go to Monterrey yeah. to go see a Triple uh, A, and we didn't. But uh, oh, just stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, the question is, like, did you, did you feel that, you know, as well? It's just growing and continuing to oh, grow? big time. And the thing is, you know, people have had a lot of time to marinate on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, maybe the things you took for granted before the pandemic, now you're like, oh, shit, stuff is back. Like, let's go do stuff. Let's live, you know? Yeah. And so there's a lot of avenues that you can go down to watch wrestling it's mm-hmm. like That's it's available lot. in a way where it wasn't before yeah. i mean internet's been around what like 25 years mm-hmm. but i feel like in the past maybe like five six years you know we've really utilized it to kind of like get wrestling out to the masses and i also think AEW helped out a lot oh, you huge. know having a different oh, yeah. you know an adult product oh like, yeah. yeah this is not geared towards kids no, this no, is no. geared towards Wrestling fans of all ages. And yeah. you know what really what it starts with is uh, YouTube because yeah. they had sure. elite. And you know, who's watching New Japan Pro Wrestling that's not a hardcore wrestling fan? Not many people. In in the United States at least, right? Yeah. So if you know anything about, you know, indie wrestling, you know anything about Japanese wrestling, you're gonna watch it. But I feel like being the elite really just kinda opened up that door for people that are more casual. Sure. And they're looking up wrestling on YouTube. They're like, what's this crap? You know? And then they're getting into it. Like, okay, this is funny. This is cool. This is interesting. They get to see the day-to-day lives of these wrestlers. And, you know, some stuff's real and some stuff is obviously very scripted. Sure. But it's still fun. And that's an element that I think a lot of people were missing yeah. from, you know, maybe WWE or, you know, other companies where, yeah, you still have fun with the product, but... There's so much like drama in it where you kind of like the fun part and the silliness of it, the camp even gets swept under the rug. I think the thing you that know? did all of it for us was the first all in sure. pay-per-view. Oh, definitely. And it's just like right off the bat, the first thing that happens is Ian Riccoboni, one of the commentators, he's talking to you not like you're an idiot. Like sure. yeah, yeah. he's legitimately talking to you like, hey, I'm a wrestling fan, too. And this is how excited I am. And if you're not this excited as I am, then you need to get on my level. And it's like you do get it to that level because it's, you know, a sold out uh, arena in Chicago. And, you know, just people who just watched a a YouTube channel and then got into New Japan through that. I love hip hop. And the day I was out on Jay-Z was the first time he said he dumbs it down for his audience. Oh, see? And I was like, that's not your job. No. Like, in lyrics, he said, I dumb it down for my audience. And I was like, well, your, your job is to raise your audience up. And even if you were, why down. would you say right. that? Right. And know? I feel like WWE has spent their entire existence dumbing it down for yeah. their audience. As opposed to AEW, as opposed to New Japan. It's like, look, we're here. And you have to get here. Like, yeah. if you, if you want to watch, if you want to watch this shit, really understand it. You got to get here. And if you're not it's here, not, it's not. I mean, like, the product is so much better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dumbing it down just waters it down. Exactly. Like a double cross ain't uh, a crossover ain't nothing but a double cross, man. Once you <laughs> lose our audience, we ain't never gonna get them back. Like that's how it works. And then we exactly. got like Impact and ROH that are just like showcasing these people that have put all of their talent, like full force you know they're not really focusing on like i mean yeah there's there's promo work you know but it's not like you get 
20 minutes of promo and then maybe a good match. Like this, the show wasn't going to start with a 20 minute promo exactly. every, every week. You exactly. Know? Like, you know, on, yeah, you get like, like the good shit and it's, it's out there and it's ready for you to watch, ready for you to consume and be like, damn, this is my new favorite wrestler. Like, why didn't I know about him before? You know? That Vader shirt the, is the... hard as <laughs> fuck. I'll tell you right now, oh, man, like, promos <laughs> now just suck across the board. <laughs> There's you like know, there's not that intensity. Yeah, there's not that intensity. That's, you know, it's a lot less cocaine. This is a problem. <laughs> in the '80s when everything was intense, these fools are all gacked up. But, but like, like, like you, I mean, back then you had those like you know the Hulkster, the the, the Macho Man's. Yeah. The every they had they just did such great work. You know, uh, you're uh, just larger than life. Yeah. you know? it's like a comic book character come to life, and I think that's why you know to get back to like the Warhorse character, you know, like I think that's why he's kind of um, blown up during pandemic because he's got this huge personality this huge voice he's painted you know like i mean we love our unpainted wrestlers obviously for their talent and greatness <laughs> but you got somebody like warhorse coming in that's got the talent he's got that loud crazy like rambunctious attitude and you know you don't think of him as like a normal person you think of this guy as like a comic book character yeah. you know yeah. so and he does the work too yeah like, and like danhausen like, too like th- Danhausen's blown up so much. Both of those two guys. See, so the territory days. You know, we're talking Mm -hmm. '80s, not so. So you, you before you ever make it to the E, before you ever make it to New York or even the WCW, you've been doing your shit all around and perfecting Mm -hmm. who you are as a character. And you know, you got your fucking shit. And then by the time you ever make TV, you're a fully formed entity. Like you are an artist being brought out, being shown in your full form. Where now it's like people get rushed to TV so fast. And they get where they're like learning on the job, where they yeah. have to figure it out while they're doing it. And then someone like Warhorse, at Danhouse is not as much, but Warhorse, when you don't get catapulted on the TV right mm-hmm. away, when you do have to like break out through, the, when you do have to work on the indies, once you finally start getting momentum, you're coming into it as a fully formed artist. You're oh, not yeah. like these fools have figured out who they were and what they're about. And a long time ago, and now they get the shine mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, I hope I can figure it out. It's like, well, I got this. I figured this out <laughs> exactly. a long time ago. Like, yeah. put put me in front of a camera. I'm ready to go. You know, like that's it's a whole different deal. Zach Rabbit Lopez has a great question. Have you had problems using names, likenesses of either the wrestlers or any of the bands? Well, I feel like when we first started, I mean, <laughs> we didn't really ask permission you know yeah. and, it, and it wasn't it's better that, to uh beg for forgiveness than just ask yeah. for permission yeah. and uh, you know we started with japanese wrestlers and the whole reason we did that is because there was a lack of you know available merchandise and we wanted to appreciate them in our own way so we did our own fan tributes yeah you know but you know the closer we got to um actually being able to contact wrestlers and getting like any kind of feedback from them we would do whatever we could to kind of like be like, Hey, look, we have this idea. Let's do it. If you guys are up for it, let's, let's try this out, you know? And we did get some feedback. We got, um, we got to talk to Ryan from, um, right. From NXT. Which Connor, Connor. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Connor from the extension is like such a, He's, fucking great guy. He's like, the biggest, has the biggest heart ever. Well, you know what? We there's a lot that wouldn't have been done if it wasn't for him too. He like really did push us a lot, and and not in like a, a 
you know, way where he was like pressuring us. But he's just like, you know what? You got a good thing going. I like your stuff. Send it over to me. He was super cool. You know, he would take photos wearing our stuff, get us some attention. And we're like, let's let's collaborate. You yeah, know, fuck and yeah. He was our first collaboration, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it was either Warhorse or I think Ascension. I think yeah. it was Ascension. So Vic and Connor both were were like our kind of like a jumping off point to where we could collaborate with wrestlers, get their ideas like, hey, we got this idea. What do you think? You know, they can give their two cents because we don't want to do something where like that's not me. I don't know. That doesn't represent me at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to do something that's going to be completely off of their brand because let's be real. These wrestlers, they're a brand. They're a walking brand. Absolutely. You know, gimmick and they're trying to sell it and and they got to protect that. What yeah. was crazy was he would tell me stories of like the NXT days where he was like they were going for the championships for the first time that he would look out in the audience and he'd be like, oh, shit, they're wearing Ascension shirts. We had no idea that they were going to do that. <laughs> and it's like they, so they had no si- input. In they have any no of input yeah. in anything. And I think another thing that was crazy was Eric Redbeard when he was Eric Rowan. He's like, the only thing that they let me ever do was pick my music. And that's it. Yeah, you know, he like didn't you th- even... like the the thought is always that these dudes are so much more that that they have to be involved mm-hmm. in. Although, of course, they have to be involved in their t shirts. They have to be involved. <laughs> then you find out, like, nah, not mm-hmm. at all. They just yeah. did that shit. It's like God. Yeah, it's like there. there's, this, there's this Finn Balor shirt where it's just horrible. I'm like, somebody got paid for this, and people, are, you know, we try not to talk shit. But goddamn, you look at this thing, and you're gonna talk shit because it was like, <laughs> it was like written out where you're supposed to read us a, a certain way and it was highlighted where you have to read it down oh, and then read back yeah, up yeah, and it yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. what am I looking at mm. and I'm like people are going to buy this and they're just going to be like when did I buy this there's a bunch <laughs> of shirts on, it's because I love I, I love wrestling shirts <laughs> there's a bunch of shirts where you look at this like because I know in a company that big that it has to go through it has to get so many yeses right before yeah. it ever winds up on the fucking website you know I don't Ten, I'm a guess ten yeah. minimum yeses, and there's stuff. It's like, how did this get said yes to over yeah. and over? Again? Like, no one put a stop to this. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, too, you know, a lot of these guys that are working, they already have a lot of responsibilities. You know, they yeah. gotta, they've got to train every day. They've got to build their brand. They are their like own thing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes yeah. all they need is a little bit of an idea. You know, you spark something in them where it's like hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this, this, and that. And at first, maybe they're kind of like, oh, well, yeah, you know, maybe this. But then you start to notice that they get really excited about it. They're like, oh, you know what? I was thinking, what if we do this, this, and that? So if you kind of get the ball rolling with them, you know, it These helps These are creative them. people. Exactly. Yeah. They creative are creative people. people. Yeah. You know, that people think about them like, oh, okay, you know, it's just a physical thing. Mm-mm. But it takes so much to the like. The least of it is not the least of it. Yeah, a much smaller part than people would think is the what actual goes on in that fucking ring. Exactly, like so, much, you know? like so much of it is not that. And they're working on so much of that physical element of it, but they're also doing like their own branding, you know. So they have to make themselves known, and they have to figure out a way where they're going to stand out from the crowd, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, not like we're like this huge company that like, oh yeah, we're going to make you, you know. A star. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly, but I mean, we try to do our best to kind of like stand out from the crowd. You know, if you're if you're going to see the Jushin Liger shirt, hopefully, you know, that's a grudge match shirt. Absolutely. Sure. And um, if you see like a Warhorse shirt, you're going to know like, okay, well, that's a grudge match Warhorse shirt. I mean, now we have our label on it, but 
and that's what we've tried to do to kind of build our own brand because we also have to think of ourselves, you know? Fuck yeah, of course. Here, here, this is a two-part question. First part. He's got kids! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started Sorry, on Heath Miller. He is such a fucking sweetheart, You guys guy. ever going to work with any, like, Mexican wrestlers? Or have you? Like, luchadores? Oh, uh, we, we uh, have talked to a couple, you yeah. know. It's just... Um, like, Bestia and... Uh, yeah. It's just communication, you yeah. know. Because there's other dudes that, like... You know what? Lucha right now is really popping. I mean, we we and their product is lacking. It's fucking popping. There's some cool shirts, but what I'm seeing from you guys and what they have, because their masks are elaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can I can already see, like, the dopeness that can come out, well, you know? Guys like Penta, just to name one. Because Bandito! Bandito. <laughs> um, I mean, just all of them. them all the guys. Jack Cartwheel? What about Jack Cartwheel? Oh, Dude, Jack Cartwheel is a shit. Let me that tell you. Go fucking that guy's going to go fucking I have awesome. never heard of Jack Cartwheel. I, <laughs> I didn't see him in uh, PWG. I didn't see him. And then we went to TJ to watch Crash. And he was in the main event in a tag team match. And I was like. like with Jack, Penta. With Penta, yeah. And, and, and like, your guy. Uh, so it's like Jack Cartwheel. And I was like, who the fuck is this ball-headed white dude named yeah. Jack Hartwell? <laughs> right. Like, this is bullshit. And then after about 10 minutes, it's like, oh, oh shit. What the, who Cartwheel, the fuck yeah, is yeah. this but, guy? But see, I think he had, he was just, I don't want to say lucky, but he was just like, you know, coming together. Because you had Penta, you had... Uh, they put him in there on purpose with those dudes. No, no, They're but what I'm trying to around. say, though, is that he, because he was this, like, did something that didn't fit. Sure. And all of a sudden, he just, you know, was good. A... And he had the crowd going. He got it like everyone. And we saw him at Lucha Vavum. We saw him at Lucha Vavum like a week later. Yeah, and he right. kills it. They ju- he does the balcony spot. He does a backflip oh off the God. balcony, <laughs> and it's like, who the fuck is Jack Cartwheel? Yeah. And I was like, why is this dude my new favorite fucking wrestler? Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So I love it. Happen. It's it not. It's not rare to find an, for me to find a new wrestler. It is rare for me to find a new wrestler that's already like a fully formed right. badass. You know, I yeah, usually yeah. see him like year one. It's but, like, but he had to change the name though. He's eventually going to change. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no way he's going to WWE as Jack Cartwheel. Like, yeah, we're watching him and La Mesa. We're doing Canada Pro. We're vending there, and yeah. they're like Jack Cartwheel. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I am judging this name right now. Shut and, then, um, and then he freaking worked, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, Jack Cartwheel. Yeah. <laughs> he's like yelling Already at wearing a shirt, you know? Right. Cartwheel shit. Cartwheel shit, man. That dude's yeah. awesome. Like, I get, what was it? I don't know if it was like a, it's a reoccurring thing at every show, but like this guy went up to him and was like, Do you want to do a cartwheel? And he's like, Yeah, I want to do a cartwheel. Do you want to do a cartwheel? They're fucking going back and forth. I'm like, I fucking love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and the second part of the question was Is there anyone that you want to do a shirt for that you haven't <sighs> yet? Who's that one? I mean, for me personally, Kenny Omega. I nice. love That's him. True. Oh my god, I would love to do some nerdy shit with him. I is mean, there, is there, so, is like, there a design already you have in mind? Or, I mean, obviously, know. I couldn't do Street Fighter because he's done. He's been there, done that. But I'd love to do some weeb shit with him. Like, <laughs> I would love to do some like some deep cuts. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got oh. he's got some good matches, but he also has some fucking comedy gold. Oh, oh absolutely, like some Japan X shit. Yeah, like, that a would DD, be so like a sick. DDT style shirt from Kenny Omega, like the, yeah. oh, man. when it was wild. This for Kenny Omega Ugh. when he was in Japan, when he was like younger Japan. When he wrestled a, a little girl, he wrestled a nine year old girl, oh, yeah. and it actually 
it works. I mean, as much as it could work for you, but they would do matches. Well, wasn't there an, uh, an in a older river Asian guy that did that before too? Probably. He wrestled the little girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. yeah, I remember and it's that. like a testament to his craft, you know, because yeah. if you can make yourself and this little kid go over and not hurt them, you hurt know, them or, you know, and make it look like. Feasible, exactly. believable is not a good word no, for that feasible. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, there was nothing in there that was like, "Come on!" Like yeah. it was like that could happen, maybe. Like <laughs> she could poke his eyes out. Yeah, you know, like she was doing. Her offense was nine-year-old girl shit, like yeah. the shit that a nine-year-old girl could do. And it was yeah. like, oh, it's looks. It's, she's fucking him up. Nine-year-old I mean, shit. Nine-year-old shit. <laughs> but they like wrestled in the river and stuff. Like there was DDT, which is a. Wrestling company in Japan, like they did, they did, they did some wild shit. <laughs> Where I was like, yeah. "Come on, man!" Wild Cody Bushi doing fucking pile drivers and toilets and stuff. Like, <laughs> Come on, man! Like, get out of here. I don't oh, like the AEW's new champion. Hangman. Um, hey, uh, oh, he doesn't like oh hey. Hell no, bro. I love Hangman. Well, it was the whole. What's the whole uh, the build up to like you know the beginning of it and. Yeah, like, it's like it, the story was him like, getting the belt. Yeah, being and now they're for, struggling, like, but he has no. He has, he's not charismatic he doesn't have you know what i mean like he he it's so forced when he's out there he doesn't he's not really talking i i feel like he's rehearsing lines. he's learning on the job oh, but, but he's rehearsing right lines as opposed to like you know everyone else that's around him is already like let's just spin fire yeah. from the beginning of AEW. you know if you go back to the like the jericho podcast they're talking to cody and the young bucks and everything and they're like who like Jer- jericho's like what's the end game not the end game but what is one of your goals and they're like hangman because he's new, he's, you know, he's great, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, in the early AEW days before the pandemic, you know, he would go out in the audience and drink the beer and everything. And everyone was like, fuck yeah, this guy's, it's like the Stone Cold effect. So yeah. Like, this yeah. guy drinks beer just oh, like I, me. I, 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 calm down on that. Comparison <laughs> to Stone Cold, bro. Come on. Well, here's the thing, no, though. Wait, he, he, he was getting over extremely, he and he was on point, And I, I don't even, the wrestling's cool. His, yeah. his finishing moves whack. Get Finishing was whack. Buckshot Larry. Come on. Oh, yeah. oh you're just springing yourself from the outside. Yeah. Come on. Whack. You got to say like Excalibur. Buckshot Larry. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, his, his finishing no. was whack. I mean, he has, he's not charismatic. Who's the guy? Jay Cole. He always fights, right? So who, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. I'm newer to this new wrestling. Okay. okay, okay. I'm, I'm, from, okay. I'm the old school. Side. These guys got me into all this shit. But Jay Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Cole Bay Bay. Way better. Bay Bay. Yeah. Way better. Bay Bay. He's very Look, if Adam Cole He's was 6'2", he would be the most famous wrestler on oh, earth. Definitely. You know I mean? Oh, definitely. But even God. at his height, I mean, I, when I watch those guys, so I go, how the hell are you losing to this punk? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, you know what? Honestly, there's no. he has no charisma. He has a shitty finishing move. He just, uh, and then he, like, fights guys, and he go, after he beats them, he's like, well, I'll give you a chance later on in your career. But shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think it all kind of comes back to, like, the whole being the elite thing, because... I, I see what you're saying, you know what I mean? Like, where he doesn't have that, like, um, he doesn't stand out as much as, like, the other guys. I feel like in being the elite, he really did stand out because he showed a lot of his charisma there. But it was, like, on YouTube, you know? Yeah, what sure. I mean? Okay, but what I'm YouTube. trying to get, why why is it lacking here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That he yeah, needs I, a shirt from you guys to just hey. bump him up. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's do some cowboy shit. I'm down. <clears throat> and uh, he's more of a farmer than a cowboy. <laughs> Shit. Or he's from Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, I can, a farmer. You know what I'm saying? That's farmer yeah. country. That ain't cowboy country. Well, like going back to the the two questions, like, you know, when it comes to when it comes to working with and everything, like 
we want to do the shirts that we know can sell. Like, yeah. we're, we legitimately try to put it in with a fucking business standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have $20, and you know what? I'm getting, I have FOMO. Do I want to buy sure. this shirt? You know, and we come up with ideas all the time, and sometimes we're just like, nah, that's not going to work. Yeah, because sometimes it's like a little bit too much of just the shit we're into. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, mm, we don't want to be an inside joke. Sometimes when you're, when you're into the shit you're into, sometimes, you know, you, you might, you know, hold back, but and then those it's are, that, those that's hitters, the thing that's like the yeah. gold. Yeah. Or somebody tried to ask us to do uh, the Grand Naniwa, which is a wrestler and his mask, a Japanese wrestler, and his mask is a crab. You know, and then there's the Grand Dolphin, you know, and nobody I mean, not nobody knows it, but a lot of people don't know who they are. And it's just not at least here. Yeah. You know, you know, Liger at the time when we started, you know, doing stuff, you know, was still, you know, wrestling and, you know, he's still a big name. He's a commentator right now. And his stuff is more accessible because the search engine for New Japan World is very hard to navigate. So you can go so far like like it takes like a good like 15 minutes just to go back to dominion 2017 which was the first uh new japan pay-per-view that we got into and i'm like baby you gotta watch this I shit co- I, and, I got rid of new japan world because it's fucking impossible <laughs> but yeah, here's the thing you you're my gateway to that yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. that's what i think i mean you have to understand for me coming from wwf yeah and now with these guys these guys have like, introduced me to all these guys you know Kenny this Omega guy's never are, even seen Okada versus Kanye Omega. Oh, no, none of the matches. All the shirts that you have. All the shirts you have. The only ones I know is Rowdy Roddy Piper and, and, and Hitman. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you're my gateway to this newer stuff. Me older, but newer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I look. So I, I'm looking to you to expose Introduce, me right. to these, like, yeah. you know, Japanese guys and that, you know. And I think when you have a great design and you have sure. a dope ass shirt. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, that's a sick shirt. And then I get it, and then it's like, oh, this is what it is. I want to know about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, person. now I want to know more about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's why, I like, once again. And that's what know. we like to do. We, we want to have conversation pieces. Yes. You know what I mean? That, so, you, that you guys have yes. done in fucking spirits. <laughs> like, God damn. Yeah, and that's, that's our goal, honestly. Like, you know, we want to have, the, you know, a wrestling fan go out, wear the shirt, maybe meet somebody that's maybe casual, Maybe doesn't even watch wrestling at all. What does your shirt mean? You or know? they know the band. Like why? Yeah, is that, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, and for us, if they can kind of like get that conversation started, then we've we've done what we've set out to do. Like mm-hmm. inside, you know I mean? inside moments. I don't want to say I don't like the term Mark, but inside Mark, <laughs> but like Mark moments. Yeah. Where I went to go see Big J Okerson. My buddy, my my roommate Mikey opened up for uh, this comedian Big J, and. Uh, in Ontario. So we're at the Ontario Improv and it's before the show and there's like a de- like there's like the sound guy and he's playing songs and it was the WrestleMania day. It was the Saturday of WrestleMania. So he's playing songs and then Cody Rhodes theme song comes on. Oh. And I was like this motherfucker. <laughs> so I stood up and made eye contact with him and I was like <laughs> and he was like yeah. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like there's no way any Mark that's playing Cody Ro- on the day he goes back yeah. to WWE he wants someone to acknowledge him. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, I like know what you're time. doing. You know? <laughs> was it you man where I was DJing at Spike's I think you were DJing at Spike's too. And I had a Young Bucks shirt on. Probably. And you're just like, dude, I didn't even know you watch wrestling. And I'm just like, the fucking Young Bucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, and that was a crazy thing where 
perfect example of, of not casual fan. Right. All of a sudden, I started seeing these young buds dudes all over fucking Hot Topic mm-hmm. and promo. Like, what the fuck? Like, who are the young buds? Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? And then got exposed to being the elite. I'm right. like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking wrestling. And I've done, okay. I've done right. a complete 180 on the Bucks. When they first, when they, when I first became aware of the Young Bucks, these are spot monkeys. Yeah. You know what I mean? These are spot monkeys running around just doing bullshit to do it and like, fuck these dudes. And like every old guy, and like just like every other old guy, I was like, these dudes fucking suck. <laughs> like there's no psychology. There's mad, blah, blah, blah. Oh, finisher, finisher, finisher. All this. And then you really dig into the Bucks and mm-hmm. like see their matches and stuff. It's like, fuck, these guys are doing it. Like it's mm-hmm. just. They're doing it a little faster, but this is wrestling. They're like, revolutionizing. They're changing it. You they're, know they I, are they're changing, changing it. That's what they set out to the do. Business. They're killing the fucking business. They really are. The only thing I was disappointed about in their book is I got the audio book, right, right, right. and they don't read it. It's no. like some goof. Yeah, 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 it's like some idiot reading it. He I doesn't hear know it, how to pr- it, He doesn't know how to pronounce anybody's names. Like, and all this. <laughs> I was like, this fucking sucks. But uh, the book was super good. The book oh, the is excellent. Great. He got me that book for Christmas because I'm like, dude... I love the Young Bucks. I love what they've done. They're they're California boys. They fucking Rancho? came from yeah, right. And like, mm-hmm. it's not like they came from like this like prestigious background of like you know legacy. They're backyard wrestling. wrestlers. They're, they're backyard, backyard wrestlers. wrestlers. They man. love their shit. They went for it. They um, excelled at what they do, and you know they got a lot of haters. And I see I see why. Of course, but I feel like. If they have those haters, they're doing a great job of what they're doing because that's what they set out to do. And they're not for everybody. Like, fuck they're you. not Sorry, for everybody. Not, like, and like wrapping my head around that right. was one of the hardest things that I had to do <laughs> as a wrestling fan. I was like, all right, fuck you. It's not for you. Yeah, and, and it was like, oh. Their core it's team supposed of to be people, for me. <laughs> I, I feel like their core team of people, you know, he works with his wife, uh, Matt Jackson. Their dad makes the music. Their dad like, makes the music. Like, and know? it's like, you know, it's it seems so simple and small, you know. But it's like, that's brilliant. Because you have, like, people that have common interests, common um, experiences, all contributing to this brand. And they're putting it into that Matt and Nick Jackson brand. And it's the most punk rock thing that's ever happened it in wrestling. It really yeah. is. The fact that they've never even sniffed <laughs> fucking WWE. <laughs> and, and eventually it was like, fuck that. That's that's not what we want. That's not what we're going after. And apparently like, they've you know? been, like, you know, I'll read articles and stuff that they've been cornered at airports. Like, yeah. hey, we're with WWE. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like get the fuck out of here. Because really? they, you know, the whole AEW thing is just like, right there and they're like we're gonna be fucking stupid if we say no to this right you like know? these assholes the money hasn't been high enough that's why yeah what well, there was and there wasn't a billionaire mark like tony khan that was yeah. like hey let's start a fucking wrestling company yeah. you know i know a lot you of know, people like, talk shit about tony khan but like for me i'm like thank goodness this is for this man he's because... been sent from heaven <laughs> yeah you know? right like, get the fuck out of here i mean a I, rich kid yeah. that just loves by not a rich kid, a wealthy, like a, a, very a, wealthy, yeah. a, a billionaire with a B son, and he has a job too. It's not like he doesn't like you know what I mean? doesn't that, do shit. Like that showed up the way he got the young bucks to sign, or the way the, what he was interested is he showed up and showed them a picture of him sitting in the front row of a show before that with a young bucks T shirt on. He was like, I'm not. <laughs> 
I'm not like some dick. Like, like, fool, I'm about this. And yeah, yeah. Like, I think well, it was a new Japan show, too. I think that yeah, was. Yeah, like, oh, well, I, the, the, in the long, in, like, long Beach. Yeah, yeah, it was here. Yeah, at the pier. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, We went to that yeah, one. Yeah, we the went Strong to that Style one. Tony Khan was there, yeah. too. That, that's the thing about Hot Topic, too, is that the guy who's, like, the senior buyer for Hot Topic, he was a wrestling, he's a wrestling he's fan. He's a big-time wrestling fan, which yeah, is kind of cool. And, and he was at uh, WrestleMania 34 in Florida, and all these people are walking around with Bullet Club shirts, like, oh, is this a party of WWE? Like, like no, like, not even he, close. And he fucking like looked into this shit, and he's just like, "Oh shit, they're part of New Japan." I haven't watched that for how many years because, you know, like just accessibility yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, "This is like, there's more Bullet Club shirts here than WWE shirts. This needs to be in Hot Topic." It was the coolest thing on earth. Yeah. For oh, a couple definitely. years, Bullet Club was. Yeah. And apparently, can only either get them from Japan. The shirts either from Japan. Or um, was it Tama's friend who ran a, a Little League oh, Tom website? Tonga. Yeah, yeah Tomatonga. Yeah. Uh, his friend ran a, a Little League website where they had a store on there, and they, they crashed it. They're like, oh, if you want Bullet Club shirts in the U.S., this is where you get them. Like, oh, and I it do. fucking crashed it. So, I, I wish Grudge Match. <laughs> hey, right? If y'all want to crash our site, <laughs> yeah, please yeah. feel free. Grudgematchbrand.com. yeah. <laughs> And it's Grudge Match brand, not Grunge Match. Oh, yeah, some grudge. people have said, spell it. I can't spell. It. Oh, okay, sorry. Hold on. Yeah. Close enough. That's all right, Remy. It's all right. Brand. Keep looking. If you didn't find it, keep looking, man. But fucking amazing that you get to work with such amazing talent that's been on TV. Obviously, WWE with. With Connor, obviously, there's a Heath Slater uh, thing going on here. Uh, how did you connect with Heath? Oh, through Connor. Through Connor? Yeah, nice. Connor, Connor was so good to us. Like, honestly, he could have just been like, all oh, these fucking marks. You know? Sure. And he just was like, you know, I like what you guys are doing. I like that you, like, approached me in this way. It was Remy that really, you know, talked to him. And he was just like, you know, on the ver- that's when he first left wwe right well, we were talking to him before he got let go because yeah, he got let right, go during actually. the pandemic yeah 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 so it, so remy got in contact with him before he left wwe and he was just so cool you know he's a really nice guy he was like you know let me help you out as much as i can i'll talk to some wrestlers for you and he he really did like we're just like okay that'd be cool but i don't like me personally i'm the type of person that doesn't want to like ask for that help sure you know what i mean because i feel like i'm burdening them but i mean remy doesn't have a problem with that but <laughs> but still you know like he was so cool about it he wasn't like oh well you know it's gonna be like difficult and he's like no let me talk to these guys let me see if they want shirts you know i want to see your shirts all over the backstage and he was just so chill about it and then um even after he left wwe obviously he still had those contacts and so he got us in touch with heath miller and yeah. heath was just Heath Miller and Redbeard. Redbeard, and, yeah. And they're cool as shit. Like, yeah. they're really nice guys. And, you know, they want to be successful. They've been successful. And they just want to continue that. And, you know, for them to take a chance on a, like, literal teeny tiny company like sure. us, where we're, like, folding shirts on our dining room table, <laughs> you know, and we're our like, friends are making like the shirts in their living the room. Off. Yeah, you and know, the young bucks and the young bucks were doing that same shit exactly. five years ago, folding tub t-shirts on their table. You know, like they exactly. were, they ran their own merch, fucking for like, 
this is a, this is on the upswing. And there's there's I competition out bones. there, you know. Like there's plenty. There's pro wrestling tees, which are great because they give you that access to wrestlers that you normally would not be able to get. Sure, that you can't buy a from. That has been the coolest part. It's been going to shows, and if they don't have it in my size, it's not that big of a deal. You can that, go or to, like or yeah. they don't have it. It's like I, I know where I can go get it exactly now and support this dude. You know? And like for us, it's like. We don't see them. I mean, obviously, we see them as competition, you know, but like in the big scheme of things. But we kind of see them kind of like these are our peers. This is what they're doing right. Like, why not follow a specific model but do it our way? Fuck yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like. And you're like doing it different too, though. We are doing it different, yeah. you know? And I feel like a lot of times when you're a smaller company and you're like up against the big guys, quote unquote, you know, you want to always kind of like um, one up them. And for us, it's like we want to work kind of like where what they're not offering, let's offer that. Sure. You yeah. know, I don't want to be like, oh, fuck them. I hope they didn't. No. The way we work is we want everyone to fucking succeed. We want all of us to make money. We want all of us to prosper. You know, if you can if you can make money off our site and also have a pro wrestling tease account and cash in sure. on that, honey, do it. Plus, you know, just how lot, how not too long ago, pro wrestling tees was the little guy. Yeah, they were the you little guy. I mean? you know? were... And look at how they blew up. Yeah! That's brilliant. You know, like, they have a brilliant business plan. And this tide is going to ri- raise all the ships, including <laughs> grudge match brands. You know what I mean? Like, it's on, like... And, it, is... like, really, it's inspirational, you know? Right. So it's, it's, not, it's really cool. It's not... You don't have to have a famine mentality. You exactly. know what I mean? This is getting bigger and better for everybody. You don't need to have an animosity. We can all eat at the table. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can eat on Tuesday nights at the West Coast (laughs) Podcast. This tide has risen. We are the number one live podcast every Tuesday night. That's us. Every Tuesday (laughs) night and every Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm fucking looking at t-shirts right now. (laughs) Sorry, more t-shirts. You can find us every Wednesday at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. on the local music experience. It's a free app. Download. There's all kinds of fun stuff. And also us on Wednesdays. So, you know. Good. Yeah, and Mario's on there on Fridays. I just saw that. I am on Fridays. On I have I have picks Thursdays. I'm I'm chiming in on this the not so fucking Mario is <laughs> the hardest working man in show business. Fuck let yeah. me tell you. Not only that, we got some cool things with Lucha that I've been a part of, and there's some new things coming. So apparently, yeah. it's, it's getting around town. I'm the I'm, I'm the go to guy for fucking video. Hell yeah, video. <laughs> so nice. X, XPW's heard of me. Apparently, there's oh, some words man. being being spread around. So. I'll be at the next oh, so Lucha good. Vavoom. Oh, all, good. Good. all good. All good. And where can we find you guys? Give out your socials. Give out whatever you need to do so we can pick up some of these dope-ass shirts that I will be picking up tonight. Right. And let us know. So we're at uh, grudgematchbrand.com is our website. We also have our Instagram, which is at grudgematchbrand. Um, we also have our Twitter, which is grudgematchbrnd, because we couldn't fit in the A. Uh. <laughs> and we're on Facebook as well, but we don't really use it as much. And you guys merch at uh, events or? Um, we're going to be at the Metal Merchants Market. Yeah, Metal Merchants Market, uh, June? June June 11th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look up um, Born for Burning promotions. They do it. I know they're doing something in Texas right now. Yeah. But we're aiming to do that. Uh, LAX Fan Fest. LAX Fan Fest, yeah. which is blowing up right now. The Hardys. What is that? That's uh, June 4th at the... Uh, That's around the time when AEW is going to be out Yeah, AEW is on Ooh. Wednesday, June 1st. Yeah. First we, time in LA. We got our tickets. Oh, yeah, and then we got our tickets. the Saturday, June 4th, it's um, already uh, confirmed as um, Adam Cole, the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Um, 
I literally screamed when I saw the Hardy Boys. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Tony Storm, Britt Baker, like they're they're adding people every day. Jungle Boy, nice. uh, for sure. I hate Jungle and, Boy. And then um, you leave fucking <laughs> Jungle Jack Perry alone. <laughs> when they meet the Lucha Bros, man, I was like, no. Um, yeah. Oh, and check out Prestige Wrestling, too. They're going to be at the Glass House in June. I'm going to look at that right now. So, yeah. And you guys def- will be there as well, merching and stuff like that? Um, I mean, I, I helped with merch at the last one, so hopefully this one as well. But, yeah, that's, like, literally a block, like, not even a mile from our house. So Did yeah. I see? Is that we'll your, be there. Glass house. Was that your cut that I saw? Whose cut was that with the Mick Foley on the back? Oh, that's Remy's, yeah. And fun fact, Mick Foley is a... Friends with Santa Claus, yeah, yeah, quote unquote, and um, we got in contact with him, and he got Santa to write our nephews a letter. Hell yeah! Send him some uh, signed merch, Hell which dope. is amazing. Oh, Mick. I, I, I know we're running over on time, but just to name a few people that you guys have like some some contact with here. I mean, oh, there's, Chris Bay? There, there's Chris oh, yeah. Bay from Impact. Chris Bay, is so freaking talented. Like this guy, like uh, Heath Miller, obviously. You know, Warhorse. Evil Rob Uno, Rob RVD, RVD, local was boy. so cool too. He's a e- chillist, and all these people are like, "Oh man, ECW, blah blah blah, John, uh, John Cena." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I want to talk about the movie Super Fights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like, like Remy, like unlocked a memory or something Hilarious. because he was just like, "Oh, by the way, you know, yeah." When you find like it's wrestlers, it's not especially, but also. When you want to talk to them about something that isn't what everybody else fucking asked them about, it's like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I would love to talk oh, to you definitely. about that. Especially like, somebody know? like RVD who like is constantly in contact with you know their fans, and it's always, I mean, and not that he doesn't like talking about that, but it's always kind of like the same thing. And now he's got his CBD brand out, he's got his THC thing going, he's got his um, the documentaries they've made on him. Yeah, so there's a lot more content there, and a lot more that maybe you didn't know about RVD. So when you kind of throw something else out there, he's just like, hold on. Let's talk about that. You know, I saw him in Best Buy like this. Has to be, this is like more than 10 years. This is more than 10 years ago now. But I saw him in Best Buy and the dude, no one was bugging him. But the guy in Best Buy was like, can I get a picture? Because I was uh, yeah. obviously I'm standing super close. So I'm like falling around Hovering. the store like a lunatic, you know, and the guy in Best Buy was like, can I get a picture? And he was like, yeah. And he went to take the picture. He was and Rob was like, hold on a second. And then he did. And then he yeah. like, now, you, now you can take the picture. R-V-D. Like, don't do what I'm yeah. not doing my shit. Don't take yeah. no pictures. And you know like, what? He doesn't care about time constraints or anything. He's going to make sure that the fan gets that R. Yeah, he did. Because I tried to take the picture. And he was like, no, no, no. no, no. You want the picture. Like, yeah. this is the picture. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. is. A, he's, he's on his stuff. It's not you his know? first time. You know? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pro. <laughs> and by the way, the shirt with Chris Bay popped up on one of his, on one of the Impact uh, TV, TV tapings or one of their pay-per-views, yeah. right? Yeah. How fucking cool is that? Oh one of your God. designs. That's great because that's all Tony right there. So, yeah. I, I mean, it was a Paramore parody because he loves Paramore. So I'm like, you know what, let me, I don't want to exact copy it. So let me just write it out in my own, you know, writing. And I was just like, that's cool. My writing is going to be on a t-shirt. You know, I do art too, but I'm not as, I mean, you're going to be your worst critic, obviously. But I was just like, all right, I'm going to do Chris Bay. I'm going to get his little catchphrases in there, whatever. And he was like, oh, I want to use it on my gear. Just like, well, yeah, dude. (laughs) Of course you can. They also look like a little bit like No Doubt. One of their albums. Oh yeah, sure. like the Rock oh, City yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like your guys' logo, logo, just the, the Grudge Match brand, too, is fucking super cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The Anarchy Circle, that thing is sweet. That's actually one of my other pieces. Yeah, that's her. So oh, I've only done a few. Like, I did the Warhorse. We have Warhorse, to get rid of you, Remy. That's why I wanted the... to go home earlier. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk to him. We talked to Tani this whole time. Uh, that Rob Van Dam Metallica shirt is cool, too. God damn, yeah. you guys are doing it, man. Yeah, I feel like the guy. more the more time goes by and the more like inspiration we get and I mean we can't take full 100% credit like we do get ideas but sometimes just collaborating with the wrestlers it gets the ball rolling you know yeah. and it's like I mean PP Ray and um, like we that's a whole Wham parody if sure. you look up Wham tour t-shirt from like 1985 it's literally that Wham's going to come after you now watch <laughs> I know right <laughs> But um, George Michael's gonna try to suck your <laughs> dick in the park. <laughs> watch out! I wish he would. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's another Juan Ortiz piece, and it's so different from what he normally does. He works with a lot of red and black, and he's you know, a, a skull lot of darker guy. He's colors. amazing with skulls, and but you know, I mean, when he did it shows this, his versatility. Great. You know, yeah. now he has range. My only one thing I probably would have said, he should have had some thongs taken out. I think that's oh, the only sure. thing that would have made, that would have made it right. perfect. Honestly, Just some thongas. There should have been some dollar bills sticking out of those trunks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. By the dollar bill that was sticking out of you when uh, who came up to get it? <laughs> so David Arquette and uh, RJ City went against PP Ray at uh, Bar Wrestling. Such a good show. Oh, it was a great show. Fuck. And so, you know, people are throwing their dollar bills on, you know, at the ring. And I'm like, give me a, who's got a dollar? You know, I'm looking around. So I grab a dollar, and I've had a huge crush on David Arquette since, like, forever. Since Road Racers, maybe? Like, 92 or something? But <laughs> I stuck a dollar bill in between my cleavage. I ran up the steps, got to, this, you know, the third rope, and he comes over, and I'm like, come get it. And he pulled it out with his teeth, and I was just like, there you go. We're there good. You go. We're Thanks, good. David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, David Arquette. Thank you, David Arquette. <laughs> Remy, did you at least take the photo? Oh, we didn't know. No, 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 actually, my friend did. My friend did, nice. thankfully. Hell yeah. At least you got one. You, yeah. don't need, you don't always need a photo. Just the memory itself is oh, enough. Yeah. That place, it lives rent-free in my head. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, sometimes you just don't need a photo, man. You know what I'm saying? But you do need every Tuesday night the West Coast Pop Blog <laughs> Podcast live at 8. And, uh... Yeah, everyone's Van Damming it down here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Van Damming here. It's fun to do. We want to check you guys out. You can check this podcast out, you know, and every other podcast we've done at westcoastpoplogpodcast.com. Ooh, and then some special announcements coming, I think, maybe by next week? No, next week we should next have a week? really good, big special announcement, but we also have uh, uh, one of the guys from uh, Alley Taco as well in. So uh, that would be a good show. Hell next yeah. Tuesday. But this was a great show. We Number 77. Talking about wrestling. Woo. Not a wrestling podcast. Not a wrestling <laughs> podcast. But uh, make sure to get yourself some bomb-ass merch, man. Everyone knows merch. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like a good t-shirt? Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's going to be a couple on there. I'm going to have to just hound you guys to reprint because they're sick. <laughs> they're sick. They oh, are definitely yeah. great. Down. I can yeah. see you wearing that P.P. Ray one for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a sick it's one. Right P.P. Ray, the, the Hitman Heart one is, is awesome. I'm not really big on the like you know collared and sleeve colors, sure, like the but Roddy, that Roddy but the Roddy Piper one yeah. would be amazing as well. And don't worry, I'll paint his uh, um, his knee pad blue. blue. Yeah, we're gonna work on that because that that's like the only thing that bothered me. I'm like, damn, if we didn't have these money restrictions, no stupid money, stupid money. I look forward to purchasing quite a few uh, shirts off of you guys. Thank you. Get it, uh, awesome. Roger Mad Brand. 
GrudgeMatchBrand.com. Give them a follow. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. It's the West Coast. You! Ah, uh, that button. <laughs> Number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to potluck.